0: This episode is brought to you by the McDonald's One Two dollars menu. It's hard to have a friend who's a slow eater, because when you finish your McChicken sandwich, watching them finish their McDouble cheeseburger and small fries can be excruciating until they notice you staring and offer up a few fries. That must be what friends are for. There's a deal for every moment on the McDonald's $1, 2 $3 menu. Get a McChicken sandwich, McDouble cheeseburger, four-piece chicken McNuggets, or small fries for just a few bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any offer or combo meal. This episode is brought to you by HP+. Plus. In a world full of smart devices, isn't it about time your printer got smart too? Now printing is smart with HP+. And the HP Smart app is how it all happens. You can print from your phone with just a tab, no matter where you are, even from your garage slash home office slash yoga studio. Huh, that is smart. HP+. Plus. Learn more about smart printing at hp.com smart. Hello and welcome to episode 159 of the Washed Up Emo podcast. I and Tom Mullen from washedupemo.com. Today, we have a special episode of the podcast. We welcome back Dan Didier from The Promise Ring to talk about the album, Very Emergency. Why, you ask? Because today, September 28th, 2019, is the 20th anniversary of this album's release. It came out all the way back then in 1999 on Jade Tree Records. To that, I wanted to find a fun way to celebrate and talk about the album, so Dan and I connected earlier this week to discuss many things, including the inspiration of the album artwork, the backlash at the time, the one video that did for the record, Kim Colletta's honest opinion of the album, and also her prowess for taping NBA games on VHS. Finally, we read some reviews on the album together from IV Club, MTV, and Pitchfork. If you haven't, you should listen to this album now, get a feel for it, take an hour, as Dan and I discuss, laugh, and then laugh some more about this album, Time, and how much we had to go to the internet to remember things. This is episode 159 of the Washed Up Emo podcast with a very special, very emergency 20th anniversary with Dan Didier from The Promise Ring. Dan's record from So no one's reached out to anybody about very emergency that's insane
1: <laughs> no really i mean nothing i know about enough you know anyone else reach out to the other guys or whatever but yeah yeah i mean without you telling me i it it's saturday or whatever you said it was like, yeah it it's just, saturday yeah. <laughs> yeah it would just be another day so i appreciate i appreciate that you you know, you're on top of things
0: like that. I'm trying. So, what's interesting is I read some reviews from back in the day, and did you remember the MTV interview? Oh God, yeah. And and the review, <laughs> the review is like super favorable.
1: Like on air?
0: Or? No, they like wrote know, something. They like wrote I mean, an
1: article. Well, on what I. I don't know, were we're websites around back then? Yeah, 1999.
0: The headline is Polished Power Pop. Melodic rock that's at its best blasting from a car stereo. Well,
1: that sums it up. That sums it up. I'll talk to you later, Tom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But what's great is it, uh, it references a link to Happiness is All the Rage, and it's a real audio excerpt. So that's when you know it's
1: 1999. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So,
0: nice. So very, very good review. it was basically saying I'll, I will read the uh, I will read the last uh, part and then we can get into the questions. Although the very word pop has come to take on an almost derogatory meaning in indie rock circles, Von Boland clearly isn't afraid to wear his top forty influences on his sleeve, and this record is a shining testament to that. It's enough to make one think that modest but heartfelt records such as "Very Emergency" might actually come within striking distance of the top forty someday, but that might be too much to
1: hope for. Holy shit! <laughs> wow, well, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I and actually, I don't remember. I don't remember much about. <laughs> I, I remember that, like people being okay. So okay, so they're sort of like the sort of forbearer of their emergency came from Kim Coletta when she listened to the record, you know, because we, we recorded it in DC with Jay Robbins and, uh, and, you know, whatever we said, gave her in advance, you know, the rough mix or whatever. And, you know, she, she made this big comment about, Oh, there's no, she, you know, she she wanted like another nothing feels good, or at least that's what her reaction was. It's like, oh, this is totally different and it's not, you know, like there's no um oh, what was the word she said? Like that not drama, but not like not, uh, dynamics or something like that. you like, There's not a lot of dynamics in it, like, you know, whatever. And so I said it was sort of like, yeah, well that was sort of the point, you know, for that record at least. So I'm shocked because it seemed like that was like people either had a negative reaction or a very favorable. So, like, you you were, like, sort of on the Kim Coletta side or if you were on the MTV side, apparently. Wow. <laughs> that record being like, eh, you know, like, it's, you know, it's fine. Um, I mean, initially, or,
0: there was, it was seen as, like, a sellout
1: record. Is that, is that exactly that, is that, that's what I think that's, that's sort of what the, that, I've clearly, like, yeah, which is weird, because I, I didn't, I guess I didn't really felt bad but, I mean I, I could like having conversations with people and be like you know but I guess it was just because our intention was always super clear that to me it, you know, it didn't seem that way it's just like well no this is just what we're doing so it, it feels totally natural because this is what we're doing we're not like it's not contrived in a way or it's, it's, just, it's just like this is what we this is what we we want to do this is what we're doing so we're just going to do it you know <laughs> You know, we didn't really have, like, a... Yeah, I don't know. Going into it, did
0: you feel that? Did you feel, okay, I think people are going to see this differently, uh, let's say, before the record. Like, you're making it, like, positive, and you seem very determined. Uh, Was there any thoughts of, like, are people going to think about this a certain way, or was it,
1: like, this is just what we're doing? I had no no like frequency notion of like people's reactions to it Uh, that that I recall like I don't remember ever being being like whoa guys whoa what are we doing you know like we should you know where's nothing feels good part two like you know that was never that it was like holy shit like we're starting to write these type of things and we all are really enjoying them you know and the the other music that we have been listening to you know is what we want to make you know
0: what was in your head at the time
1: oh, it's, so I, okay so I feel like there's a couple of, for me there's a couple things that sort of and, and, and you know think when you when you when you said hey I'm gonna you know, talk to you about this and then I that got me to thinking oh I should actually think about the record <laughs> and what I, what I thought about it was there was two sort of things that happened it, which is kind of funny now that I've never really thought about it until now there's two sort of things that happened with the band that may have changed the thought process for the next record, you know, and the one was in the van the accident in
0: 98.
1: Mm-hmm. When did this record come out? 99.
0: Right? 99. Yeah. So
1: that, that, that's, that's, that's chronological. That, that totally makes sense. Um, <laughs> It it was. It was. I I think. I think with us, it's like every time we had a, we got out of the rut, and we were forced to take a break, or forced to slow down. We reimagined, or thought about, or had time to consider what we wanted to do. And I felt like, you know, the same thing happened then with Woodwater, with Ben Davies' tumor, and that situation. You know, so that was like another kind of event in mm-hmm. <laughs> the the band that sort of like made us stop, got a you know got us out of the tour, record you know right sort of wheel spinning wheel. Um, you know, so I, I felt like so you know maybe maybe there's something to that where you know we had this you know crazy accident where we all actually survived, and maybe then. <laughs> that sort of you know sort of made our dog look maybe different i don't know i don't know um and and then the other thing was when we did again you know from from, from German perspective the when we did the uh and I, I feel like this has to be following the chronology is that we did the um Pixie's cover of gouge away for a to, like Pixie's cover come. And I feel like us playing gouge away and covering gouge away and recording gouge away and, and playing that song. I think that that if, if there's anything that really influenced the emergency, and I could be totally wrong. I could the, chronologic, the chronological order could be wrong, but I don't think it is. Um, cause I remember kind of going into, uh, you know, uh, the recording and the writing of, of, of that album and those songs being like <clears throat> like David Loverling's drums on Gouge Away is and in most of the Pixie songs are brilliant because they're powerful and simple and, you know, and that's, you know, awesome. And so, like, just, again, getting out of your element Doing something that you're that you're you know t- taking yourself out of the rut of I'm just going to write what I write you know but actually playing a song that somebody else's part you know playing somebody else's part on a song uh you know kind of changed at least the way I thought about playing which is which I again wouldn't have thought of unless you didn't tell me I'm going to call you tonight and you know <laughs> like, oh, I should think about this um, but I think like like so I think those at least for me, those two things might have, um, you know. I, and then we were listening to other, like, more pop music too. Uh, you know, uh, you know that obviously helped, <laughs> I guess. You know, because we just were we were just trying to emulate the stuff that we that we liked, and then we wrote that those parts into a song and released it as an album. You know, um,
0: I think listening back to and. I mean, even the little EP before, you know, Tell Everyone We're Dead, you kind of hear yeah. that it's sort of breaking up. You hear the Nothing Feels Good breaking up and it kind of coagulating. And, uh, you know, I think when people listen back, and I want to go through a few of the songs, but you can hear there are slow songs. There are, you know, there are songs that sound like Nothing Feels Good. There are things that you can – so I don't know. It, it – it, for someone to just be like, oh, it's 35 minutes and it's just like simple songs and, you know, it, it was, it wasn't, uh, it, di- it didn't, it didn't feel like that when you listened to it deeper.
1: Okay. So, I remember some of it was kind of, I mean, maybe not before, but sort of certainly after and while we were really like working on it, there was a little bit of calculation because I remember having a conversation about what should be on the album and what shouldn't, even though I, I think we probably recorded 12, 11. I I don't know. And we were talking about the album and we were thinking like, there's no way that this album can have more than 10 songs. And there's no way that this can sort of, you know, like, and so when I, when I looked, I'm like, oh yeah, how long was that album? And then it was like, what, 35 minutes or whatever?
0: 35 minutes. Yeah.
1: I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, like, again, thinking back at it, like that was kind of, completely calculated because like the typical pop song is about three and a half minutes. We have a 10 song album, so 35 minutes. You divide that the average length of song is 3.5, you know, like there's right. sort of certain calculation in that, whether it was intended or not, or if it just sort of happened that way, but it's sort of like, you know, like it, <sighs> we, there was a point to that record and, and that we certainly made it, you know, being, you know, kind of, Straightforward, stripped down, straight ahead, no frills, you know, get, get, get to the chorus, you know,
0: like there's a. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Petty was like that, you know, (laughs) like don't bore us, Mm -hmm. get to the chorus. And I think you (laughs) saying the you know, the van accident, having that moment where you look back cool, everything could have been done. Let's do what we want. Or we're thinking about something differently. And also you're riding that high of nothing feels good. All that press, like people but again i think people forget like it, we it you talk about it in in the job doc of like you know this band got taken down um you know for doing something like you know a major label you guys are on jade tree and still it wasn't like it was on atlantic or <laughs> like sony or something mm-hmm. like you yeah. were making a super pop record that hopefully more people were gonna hear and um i don't know everybody wanted nothing feels good too and i think i guess that's that's as old as time but you're right. It's the stuff you were into some major shit happened. And, uh, I think you're at a point where you, you could have done that. The, the, that was the point to do what you wanted. It wasn't like you were, um, trying to impress anybody at that point.
1: No. And, and, and you know, and I guess, of course, like with, with, with some sort of success, you know, I mean, again, we, we, we talk about success. Like <laughs> we sold a million records. We <laughs> really did. But the sort of, you know, uh, hindsight success I guess yeah. uh, of, of that record but I mean but you know we could you know well, of course living in uh, Milwaukee in a you know a very uh, cost of living is very low you could live on what I, mean, I did live on what the band was making on on the road in and you know but again compared to <laughs> right. you know whatever uh, so the you know, so with these, this, you know, so-called success with Nothing Feel Good, I mean, we did have a sort of moxie, right, about a I feel, Like, you know, it could be, you know, like, oh, we can do whatever the fuck we want, maybe. Like, that could have been part of it, too. Just like, fuck okay, it, let's just do a pop record because that's what we want to do. And, you know, of course, everyone's going to fuck it along it. You know? <laughs> 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 uh, but, you know, obviously that, you know, not necessarily true but, but you know that idea of like you know.
0: That makes sense. I mean what what was it like working with Jay?
1: Jay was great. I mean he's the kindest biggest sweetheart um, but, but I remember sending him the drum sounds. I just sent him like a tape or something like okay you know of course some Pixie songs were on there and uh, you know <clears throat> a lot of like drum sounds that I really liked. I sort of sent him a tape of like, you know, it's, you know, before, before we, you know, got to DC, we're like, can we do, we get some, of this type of, I think the drum should be like this. And so he was super open to that. And, you know, we had, you know, it he it, it was just there to do whatever it takes to get the best out of you. Um, you know, cause we've, and so it was fun what working with him too with you know because obviously he he did nothing to do with it as well so to have him on board with us doing this record was you know was great because he was like, yeah awesome yeah okay I, I, you want that sound you want that feel okay we're, we're, we're gonna get that you know um, yeah so working with him has always been. It's always been
0: great. That's interesting. You mentioned sounds because I think when I listen back at your discography, like this one in Woodwater stick out as the brightest to me. And I don't know if that's what you think, but like I hearing very emergency today is very similar to then. And I think it sounds just as, you know, it sounds great. It sounds, doesn't seem like the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to it that way? Cause I know you guys remastered it not long ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, in all honesty, I don't, I don't think I've listened back to it. so I don't know, but I I could, I, rem- I mean, I remember it being a very, yeah, I mean, yeah, bright, loud, you know, <laughs> like all that. That's All is what we wanted uh, from that record. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we were sent test presses and stuff of the remastered, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't really, <laughs> I'm sure it sounds great. Approved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, yeah, not too,
0: uh, you know, somebody must have listened to it. <laughs> somebody must have. Uh, but that's, yeah. but I think that's, that was a conscious thing. And I think I remember getting it and, and feeling that, oh, wow, this sounds great. This sounds bigger. Um, and I kind of, you know, it was, it was definitely taking a swing. Um, and I think at that point with you guys, like what else were you supposed to do that? What else were you guys going to do at that point? Like you're gonna try and swing and be a bigger band. Isn't that what you're supposed to do?
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's, but it's like, yeah, but it, 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 yeah, but that makes it feel, it sort of seems like it's, yeah, it, it, that's, a, that's an interesting point because that makes it seem like, yeah, we were, we're purposely trying to get, make it big, which of course, if, with the success of nothing feels good again in quote success, um, the uh, you know I, I, I mean yeah I guess that was, was maybe a part of it, but it, it but it really it wasn't like a, like going for the last ring, you know like I I don't know I don't know I I guess I don't necessarily remember that like I always thought well if if it, if that happens. He should be the sign that it happens to. there's <laughs> put it that way.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, talk about the video, Emergency, Emergency. Do you remember it at all?
1: Yes, that was shot in my um, my uh, uh, flat in in Milwaukee. Part of it was like our performance part was shot in uh, where I was living. And then uh, the other part where... My girlfriend at the time, now wife, lived. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember that uh, Darren Doan directed it. So, we, and my brother <laughs> helped sort of script it out. So, like, me and my brother kind of, like, came up with the idea. We sent it to Darren. And he's like, okay, yeah, let's do it. I'm coming to Milwaukee. I'm like, all right. And then we. Got it. <laughs> wow. It's kind of goofy. It's a goofy...
0: I like it. I think there's the weirdo, there's the girl that's getting stalked, and then the
1: milkman's yeah. weird. I like it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, but yeah, the... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just all of, like, all of our friends, you know, like Josh Modell is the milkman, uh, which is sort of a reference to the magazine that he did called Milk uh, in, in uh, Milwaukee, which was, like, the glue that held all musicians together. I felt like for a certain time, like everyone, like that magazine was, and, and what, what he was doing, promoting shows and him and Jim Miner, James Miner uh, were like, you know, that was a very important magazine. So him being a bookman was kind of a nod to that. Was that the video? It must've been the video with which we had with Michael D and David K in it from, uh, if, if I remember correctly, right? Is that a touch of the video? I think so. It's like a close up a of a magazine called, uh, with, uh, we have, we have a, you know, a reference to our other science uh, reference. The, the magazine was called Best Looking Boys and we Pan Out. And, and it's the actual Michael D and David Kay, uh, you know, Dave Kaczynski and, and, and Mike Shambach, who's Scott Shanbeck's brother and uh, was our tour manager for, for some time. Yeah. Okay. So that is that video. Yeah. So, you know, we, have, we're it's sort of like all these sort of self-referential kind of little Easter eggs, I guess. Yeah. Just, you know, in, in that video.
0: Are there any, any others that you remember?
1: The, well, I mean, just the, like Jared Durst was the, the <laughs> quote unquote creepy guy. He's a brother of one of my, one of my best friends, John. Um, and then, uh, And then the girl is is Kara, who Danny, my my wife, girlfriend at the time, was uh, rooming with. No, not at that time, but at one point was rooming with her. So just like, you know.
0: All hands on deck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who (laughs) who can we get? Who do we know? Who do we, you know. Do you remember how much it was? No. I mean, I think it was very little. If anything.
0: How much did don't take you for? 15. Like ten? 10, 15?
1: Uh, uh, God no. A two? I think mean, it was like so low. Wow. It was, like, film stock, it was, like film stock and like like an ice cream sandwich maybe. I like, it really was <laughs> really I don't know. I don't remember ever like I don't remember being like, whoa, you know, it was so expensive to make. Like it really, really, really wasn't. Right. That I remember. Yeah.
0: What's the ice cream in Milwaukee that everybody has? The custard, right?
1: Custard, yeah, frozen custard.
0: So you gave film stock and, and
1: frozen custard. That's what you did. Yeah, frozen custard, yeah. I took them to shops, This is like the, the frozen custard spot um, that everyone, everyone goes to. We, I just treated them
0: uh, to that. <clears throat> and you don't have a copy of this video anywhere, correct? Neither just Jade Tree?
1: I, I think I do. I do. I think I do. I, I, in, in, my, in my magical uh, uh, Tupper, Tupperware box. The one that I haven't been
0: able to get you to open, but it's in there.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. I think there's a VHS copy.
0: Really? Of, oh, there's uh, no, like, legit copy?
1: Like a digital copy? Yeah. Like, like, like Master? I don't think I have a Master. I think it was, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't have, like, a like a beta or, like, a, you know, whatever. Damn. Nothing. I think I, I, it was always, like, that VH, VHS, or when I remember. Right.
0: The version on YouTube is from Blank TV, and it's an okay version. I was just hoping that there's a better one lying around somewhere.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's certainly, certainly not on DVD or anything. Right. Yeah, I don't know where, like, the, the master tape is. Maybe... Maybe J Tree because uh, they would have it, maybe. But I, I don't know what that would be now. <laughs> and at no point, at no point were they like, "Hey, we have your master tapes of videos. Like, do you want them?" Like, I don't, I don't remember ever having that conversation. Right.
0: See, that's what happens in twenty years. That's what happens.
1: You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's totally right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine, like, you know, like asking Jason for the, <laughs> the original artwork.
0: We actually (laughs) had an issue with that at work where the original files for an album 20 years ago was on Quark. (laughs) And they had to like find Mm -hmm. a version of a computer that could open. I mean, it was a process. So isn't that crazy (laughs) that it was only 20 years, but that whatever Jason designed on is probably obsolete. So I guess we're on the topic of that. Like who was the idea around the, album um which is now i think iconic to some regard um which people emulate and and use but any i know jason would you know speak to it but anything you remember from the artwork
1: it was it was, it was. i mean you know let's just let's just call spade and spade that was 100 uh influenced by rushmore the wes anderson film oh, rushmore. Like right. about it everything everything about it like Jason saw that movie. you loved that movie. And he was like, I want to, let's just, you know, this is what it's going to be. We're all going to be different characters. Uh, we're all going to kind of dress up and we're all going to be, you know, in that, you know, sort of. Yeah. So we're like, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I, I regret, you know, growing my hair out. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, that is a train wreck. You know, I, I have to blame, I have to blame, uh, Beck mutations for that. For that. Uh, for growing their hair, hair out. Yeah, because Beck has such great hair. He does. Am I right? I he know, does. He's wrong. great hair. I know I'm not wrong. Beck has great hair. So I was like, oh, I can do that, you know. But you know, not knowing that you know, back <clears throat> you know, flies a hair stylist out. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't have that. I don't have that. That sort of uh, means. Uh, Or didn't, and and so long, but you know, the so I just had that, whatever that you know, whatever was on that album (laughs) forever. Uh,
0: I love that you remember your hair about it, like you're just like before you even talk about the artwork, you're like, Yeah, so Jason had an idea about Rushmore, but my hair sucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, can you believe (laughs) it? For uh, you know. But no, it was fun because we had you know, Paul Coog is the uh, is the uh is the uh um cover. Uh we had uh I believe Tim Kinsellers in there. Oh um, right. You know, yeah. So it's it, again, it's you know, everything is you know, we sort of self reflect on where, you know, we had you know, the the sort of you know, bond we had with, with Joan of Arc at, you know, at that time. You know, being you know on tour with them all the time, and just you know being friends, and you know we always, and I think yeah, Jason was living in Chicago at the time. He must have yeah, uh, you know. So we've just been around. So I remember going to Weberton to be living. I think is where the photo shoot happened, and then uh, yeah. So yeah, who's on there. the cover on. again? a uh, Paul Coe. Oh. Right, he's uh, just a friend of Tim Sellers and all those Chicago people. So, is he a bus driver? (laughs) He's not, and I certainly don't know. I haven't really kept up with him, so I don't really know what he. No, the cover. I mean, like, who is on he cover. on the cover? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, says, like, I thought you were, like, being funny, like, oh, when a bus No, he is a bus driver. No,
0: chauffeur. chauffeur. Oh, chauffeur. Okay. Chauffeur. Okay. chauffeur. <laughs> yeah. I almost kept you going with that for a minute, and I was like, no, I'm going to stop this. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah <laughs> I yeah, confused, yeah, yeah. Dan. Yeah. You don't know what everyone, everyone in your life has been, you know, the past 20 years has been doing. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. So so the, the idea is that it's all sort of part of our personality. So um why Tim Kinsell is a priest, you know, that was probably, you know, um, but it kind of makes sense. Uh Paul Kruger a chauffeur, I was an architect, I was an architect. Uh shoot, I can't remember. Jason was like the like the, kind of the Rushmore character, kinda like the uh so the hopeless romantic. Right. Uh of Davies sports. Um Scott, is he businessman? I don't know. And then, it, then there's a bunny. There's a bunny. there is a bunny. I can't, I can't remember who put the bunny mask on. Um, yeah. But I should. Uh, I feel like Scott was like a business guy. Maybe he had a briefcase, or did I have the briefcase? I know I had like like rolled up pieces of paper. The bacon looked like I had blueprints. Right. Uh, that's such fun. That's,
0: that's fun. fun. Now was that that was that the same? record cycle tour that you had the sports shirts i wouldn't
1: put it past
0: us but that do you remember different.
1: those yeah oh well, yeah oh yeah
0: those were like each size Yeah, had a different member
1: yeah yeah we all had to our different numbers um and yeah and i remember because uh every time I, I see Zach, uh, Lynn when Jimmy Royal comes through town, I, you know, try to go see them and say hi. he always brings up, I still got my junior shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, kind of like drummer camaraderie. (laughs) Uh, and I remember during the 2012, uh, like reunion tour that we did, we did, uh, it was, uh, we we were playing, uh, our friend, uh, owns a bar and he has like a street party so we played that um, on that part of the reunion cycle and my dad showed up wearing that shirt and I remember Davey calling him out and being like "You know, turn around you know, of course he had Diddy on the back right? <laughs> so it like, um, those are my two, two memories of, of those shirts but it, it had to have been because we had the foam fingers we did like foam fingers like number one Tell me, you still yeah. have one of those? Yeah, my dad, my dad. Surprisingly, my dad still has one. at the believe.
0: You got to take uh, a photo of it when you we next, might have when you one, see him.
1: We might have one at the at still like that's It might have like moved through the different practice spaces and studios, right? Gosh, sure over the years, so I mean, there's one somewhere, but I, to tell you what, though, it sounds like a great idea but the boxes that foam fingers come in and because they're foam, they take up so much space. Like it was just like, you know, 25 of those foam fingers takes up a lot of space because they're foam and they're big and it's so, awkward. And, so like Scott couldn't find the, a place
0: to sit because you had 25 foam fingers.
1: Yeah. That's like <laughs> sort of what it was. Like you had these big, you know, And we, we never, we always toured in a lofted van. We never brought a trailer, you know, or anything like that. So it was always like whatever fit underneath the loft is what, you know, (laughs) is what sort of makes it, you know? So it was just sort of like, yeah. I I just remember that like, great idea. Oh my God. It's so genius. Yeah. Foam cinders. Yeah. You know, awesome idea. Sports team, you know, whatever. And, uh, until you, like, have to pack those. (laughs) Yeah,
0: until you're just outside of Akron, and you're like, God damn it, this (laughs) sucks. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a great... uh, What's interesting, you mentioned Zach, um, is I was looking through some photos from Paul Drake, and Mm. there's a bunch of them with Zach wearing the shirt. Oh,
1: awesome. So. Yeah, sure. He likes that
0: shirt. <laughs> I still have mine. Uh, nice. I have Jason's. because right, I think he, I have Jason because no, he, he was a medium. He was what? Which wasn't Jason's the medium size?
1: Well, I mean, I think we did them all in all different sizes. Really? I mean,
0: okay. So I thought when I got mine because I thought you couldn't pick. I thought it was oh maybe I was just handed one. Because I was like, oh, it, I must have it, gotten the media.
1: It might have been because of, like, we didn't want to, you know. <laughs> I mean, this is, again, uh, probably not the case. But, you know, like, we were still swamped at the merchandise table after <sighs> we played. We couldn't bother with having people <laughs> choose what shirt they did. You know? uh, that's probably it. <laughs> I, don't think that's, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. But I think it was some sort of ease of, like, here's a shirt, sure, get out of here. <laughs>
0: Hey, kid, I'll talk to you in like 20 years, all right? Get yeah. out of here.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah do a podcast.
0: Yeah. That. <laughs> Dork, get out of here. Well, welcome back. Uh, well, the other funny part, of the when I got that shirt, the only other memory I have of that is, I've told you this before, but it's worth mentioning, is I asked Blake Schwarzenbach where Davey was, because I didn't know who Blake Schwarzenbach looked like, or Davey, because it was before the internet, and... I just remember my friend being like, you fucking asshole. You just asked Blake where somebody was, I was like, I don't know who he was. It was funny. <laughs> oh, that's
1: awesome. Yeah.
0: I was oblivious. No, that, it's was, that
1: was like the joke. It was like any other member and, and even uh, the, the other members of, uh, just Brazil on that tour. We all had that sort of joke where we would, uh, you know, like pretend we're a fan and just like, try to make small talk oh yeah yeah oh, yeah Where, where's the yeah, <laughs> like, question always ends up like i i don't know man <laughs> i don't know it's a man. small club i it's a small it's a small club i'm sure you can find it but i don't really. uh but yeah no it's like that, just totally, that 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 question uh was asked numerous times too Anyway. Every other member of the band. <laughs> Same thing with, with Jet. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, good job on drums. Yeah. But where's Blake? You know, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Daly had to deal with the I mean, <laughs> heavier
0: But I think but what's I, weird is I asked Blake where somebody was, not knowing he was Blake.
1: Yeah. that's like that's like meta. Like that's a like deep. Like a deep, you know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm sure he yeah. still thinks about it a lot. Um, I'm sure he did. I want to uh, talk about some of the songs, and I think I want to start out with the dark horse, which arms and dangers. Mm-hmm. I think this could have fit on Nothing Feels Good. I think this could have fit on a record after. I feel I don't know. I feel like it starts a little slow, and then it picks up, and then doesn't stop. Any thoughts? <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah, I'm trying to remember that song. Is that the, is that he uh, was born in 1968? Uh, oh, that was I Was various. born to replace Bobby Kennedy. What's, what's uh, what song is that? Wait, hold the on. am in danger. I got to pull up my phone? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. You. No one could be happier than you. That's how it starts. Yeah.
1: Um. See, the, 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 okay. So yes, we wrote we wrote these pop songs, and yes, <laughs> they're you know that. <clears throat> You know, twenty years. Twenty years on, you know which 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 short pop song are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll
0: go to another well, song.
1: But, uh, let, let me see though. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm you can
0: there. totally pull it up. Remember, because we can edit. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, no. It's arms. It arms in danger or arms in danger us?
0: Ar- no, arms and danger. Sorry, not dangers. Arms in danger. Oh, there
1: it is. I'm just, uh, is,
0: so, if you want to try the remastered one, so you can finally listen to it, you can try that.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Hold well, on, I'm going to pause it. Oh, does it come? Yeah, here's the lyrics. Yes, okay, this is the song. I was born in 1962. Yeah, plays Bobby Kennedy. Okay, so yeah, not, not, I mean not to call him out, but you know that's yeah, uh, it's a reference to, to our bass player at the time. Uh, not to call out his age, but. Uh, <laughs> this uh i remember that I was, when uh you know when, when people ask how old is he well <laughs> <laughs> uh you know again it was like it was like again like every you know you know upon reflection like you know these lyrics can obviously stand for themselves and you know they're, they're super good and one of the things about how well they're crafted, is that I, I, I always appreciated the uh, the, the, the sort of self show, sort of this ties into that. Or, you know, remember this line from that song? Well, I'm going to reuse it, this song, but change it with this. You know, like, I always, like, that was always super smart to me. And so I always liked those little you know, tidbits <laughs> that, you know, was a, uh, Kind of you know, sort
0: of go back to like sort of the Easter eggs of the of the lyrics of the songs. Yeah, and I feel like that. It, I know it's one of yeah, and that's one of I feel like what's cool about you know the lyrics and and you re- referencing that is that I have a t- I have a tough time with lyric. I obviously forgot the the first line of the uh, that song earlier, but you know his songs like it, it was almost like he was letting you in on something while he was singing. If that makes sense. Like, I felt like it was, it was a, it was a, it was personal and it had, it just, you know, it wasn't the usual, um, I'm feeling this way. It was like a little joke line and then a serious line and then a reference and it kind of didn't make sense, but it, I guess when you, when you thought about it or you got the other references, it, it did make sense. Was that, is that how you would perceive it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always like, there's sort of a, a certain story being told, but within that story, there's you know other parts to it. You know, yeah. a, a metaphor here, a reference here. <clears throat> you know, I, I you know I, I don't know if it's always like the attempt of him to sort of outwit himself. You know, <laughs> you know, like you know, I, I, I think he was, was very mindful of the lyrics. Like you know, obviously, he took that very seriously. Um, and, and he was very thoughtful about it. And, and you know, I think that, that sort of care in what he did with those lyrics, I think, is what obviously know, I mean, makes it what it is. You know? Yeah.
0: And then all of my everythings, is that where he, he says everybody's band name and, like, says something cute about him? Which one was that? Was that all of my everythings or things just the, getting good?
1: Things just getting good. It was things just getting yeah. good. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I liked how those ended each side again
1: very intentional <laughs> you know like it, it's like we, we, we try to make this album straightforward and sort of like here's a bunch of pop songs it's the end of the side that's where you know let's take a break let's reflect here's a slow jam flip it over <laughs> here we go again here we go again and, you know and then and then you know oh, it's the end of the album hey, let's, let's, let's slow down and you know reflect so, yeah I mean it, yeah totally yeah so I'm pulling up those lyrics but I don't wait no it isn't that maybe it is that other one
0: is it the other one
1: it is it's the, it's the other one
0: I'm gonna totally play it if you want
1: it's the, it's the other um, i was just looking up the lyrics That's the great thing about uh, Apple Music and that uh, that they kind of have lyrics for most of the songs um I my everything but I Maybe not, though. I don't think this is the song either, but it has to be. I'm listening right now. No, it's not. This is a good... I like this song. I like it, you know, not only because the drums started, but, uh...
0: I don't think I've ever seen you guys play that.
1: I think we, yeah. I don't think we ever did.
0: Because I was thinking about that when I was listening back. I was like, I would have fucking loved this at the end, with, like, the encore or something, like... <laughs>
1: just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I don't think you guys ever did.
1: No, I, I don't remember. I mean, I mean, we may have, but we never, we never did like a, you know, record start to finish. Right. This, this album. Um,
0: well, 20th is coming up. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, let's
1: get something by Saturday. Yes, yeah, get, get the gang back together.
0: Davey, how are you? Jason, fly in. I know you're in like some form, you know, some exotic beach, yeah. but...
1: Yeah, you're yeah, you're
0: yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. His Instagrams are amazing. Oh my god.
1: Oh they're, yeah, they're genius
0: completely. It's like, oh I'm designing this house and uh oh look, I'm in uh, Cabo. Yeah, right. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat, right. <laughs> um Ugh. was there guest vocals on Skips a Beat?
1: Yeah, Jenny Toomey. Who's that? Um from, uh, uh, from Licorice. And we see, uh, she's probably in other bands and I don't remember. But uh, she, she's in bands that, uh, I'm pulling her up, Wikipedia, let's do this.
0: You know what, Dan? What's great about this? We've hit a point where this isn't just like memories, like oh, it's the ten year. Let me just think back and remember. And no, it's like, hey, do you have oh, a second? Because yeah, uh, I need to look yeah. up Google real quick.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> we're no, at that she, anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was in tsunami and uh, in uh, this other band called Licorice. So yeah, so that was uh, bands that we liked. At the time, and uh, she agreed to sing. Nice, which is great.
0: Was there any other guest performances? Things that people wouldn't know.
1: I feel like there. No, that was uh, <laughs> that was glass floor because uh, we recorded that, uh, as as part of it in our too, And we had uh, some guests, but um, there's uh, a note on the no, wiki was...
0: about Ryan Weber playing piano. Weber. Weber.
1: Where? On what? Their agency?
0: It's on. It's it's on. It's on wiki. I will happily take it down if that's not
1: true. Well, I don't know. I don't know either. For this for this album, this is fun. This is a fun game we're playing. That's what wiki it's, says. <laughs> he was he. I think I think I knew him back then. I mean, because he, he he ended up. It's just the same. Let me, let me let me let me see what you're seeing. Um
0: and let's and let's he, and he, let's he take became, this down. You
1: became the new the bass player after Scott. Uh, oh right. So that so this the that timeline does not line up. Personnel? Is that what you're looking Yeah. At? Yeah, no, that's not right. It and also you need
0: right. your own wiki page. We need the maritime stuff in yeah. there, we need the we need the producer credit stuff in there.
1: Yeah, I don't see... Yeah, that that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. See, we have a debunking of the myth of, of this album.
0: Right? Because the internet's going to say, oh, yeah, Ryan played piano on it. <laughs> Forever. I'm going to try to edit this right now. Yeah. Let's see. Content, your... I feel
1: IP... like... I feel like... See uh, again, I think that's the maritime record
0: that I'm thinking of the yeah. piano
1: player. But well, um, we can wait before yeah. I edit. But, I we mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I did some of the keyboards and and, and piano stuff, uh, so I might have done it or right. Uh, Jay might have done it I don't remember it I don't think we actually brought somebody else in that I, I could remember That I, and, and sadly if somebody did especially if they just happened to have the same name as uh, our future bass player uh, that would I probably would have remembered that um, right but uh, yeah
0: the other interesting thing is the Pitchfork review do you remember anything about that before oh, I tell you oh
1: yeah I do that's, I do remember because I remember Tim Edwards when we were, one of the one of the reunion cycles that we did brought that up in the like the the Wayback Machine or whatever the the Internet archives. Yep. Thing, you know, and wow, was that interesting? I, you should you should I don't know link to it or something.
0: Yeah, too. I have so, the Wayback Machine up, it. but do you remember the score? Do you remember the rating?
1: I don't remember the rating. Eight point two. Eight point two, and that—that's the—that's the review they gave me. The I thought the review was like terrible. Exactly. I mean, it's like it's—it's it's
0: such a condescending review, yet it's an eight point two.
1: Yeah, I think that. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. I just remember that. Yeah, just like, it was just a weird, it was just weird, weirdly written.
0: It's weirdly written. I will read the last paragraph because it'll tease everybody to go. Promising signs for full recovery and include Fountains of Wayne Weezer emulation, figure eight skips a beat over you, and successful resolution of relapsed emo tendencies with new pop paradigm, figure three, the Deep South. Additionally, subjects exhibition of ballad-like behaviors, figure five, things just getting good, figure 10, all of my everythings, is consistent and comparable with past performance. Conclusions, res- Results are still inclusive. Projections for full recovery remain at 82% for the time being. Nick Morov, November 1st, 1999. It's poetry. <laughs> it's so weird. I th- yeah, remember, but yeah. that era, I mean, that it era. Of, was, like, it, was
1: a, it was the Wild West. Yeah. I it was, you could write whatever you wanted. It, there was no rules. So good. Um, so we'll uh, we'll
0: we'll yeah, link right, so everybody right. can enjoy the whole thing.
1: Yeah, like some weird some weird yeah, linker or something because it's like it's like a it's weird like it was like this record was like a weird experiment. So it was written as if it was a, an experiment or something. <laughs>
0: yeah. <I don't> <laughs> Do you remember that review? Like then? Did it help? No. Did you no, no right? I
1: I I, was, yeah, I wasn't yeah, I don't know. I I if it wasn't like in the, like the Denver Chronicle or something, when you're on tour and you're like, you know, Oh, did the, the weekly, I I, I apologize for anyone in Denver that, that, that isn't the name of your weekly magazine. I apologize because I just made it up. Um, it should be maybe, uh, but, you know, like those weekly magazines that you get, you know, and you look in it when you're on tour and say, like, oh did they did they mention our show? you know, right. did did they review the record? Is there a write- up? Is this what we did an interview for last week? you know, whatever? Uh, you know, so that that's that was that was my knowledge because we we're, on, we were gone all the time you know like the immediate access on the on the road to the internet, you know necessarily and we and if we were we only really thought of pitchfork that we review at that time yeah so yeah I, I, yeah I don't remember I, I didn't even think pitchfork was around back then but apparently it was
0: <laughs> do you remember the av club review
1: for that record
0: yeah no um
1: who wrote it with it?
0: let's see who wrote it stephen thompson oh sure but what's interesting is it was filed in 2002 that was the writer what? it was it was it was posted in 2002 not around the record not many men well
1: you know they're, busy. they're busy. they got a lot
0: they, 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 they got a lot of records but it was interesting if do you mind sure, me please. reading a, a passage from it sure. let's see where do I want to start very emergency is a far cry from its more intense predecessor. 1997. Nothing feels good, which is fine, <laughs> which is what you never want to hear from your wife or girlfriend. It's fine. Uh, The Promise Ring certainly isn't... That was me interjecting. That's not part of the review. (laughs) Okay, continuing on. The Promise Ring certainly isn't contractually obligated to make the same great record over and over. It's not on a major label, remember? And its approach to big, catchy pop is admirable. The problem is more with spotty execution than faulty goals. Emergency Emergency has a mild-wide chorus It's hard to resist. Happy Hour is a great rock anthem, and Skips a Beat Over You is cheesy in the best possible way. But too much of Very Emergency scant 35-minute running time is dragged down by plotting overlong misfires. Holy shit. All of my everythings, this thing's just getting good, and awkward feel-good fluff. Happiness is all the rage. The Promise Ring is free to do whatever it wants, but when it only puts 10 songs on a record, it might want to pursue consistency more rigorously. Whoo! Hot take!
1: See, I'm fine with that. That's a good review. That's a, that's a you know, that's <clears> true. <throat> no, I mean, yeah, I could, I could see that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it, it's just a, that's a sort of, like, it's a sort of like the, the, the this decisiveness of that that this record about yeah. the cause you know so
0: that's it like that was that you know what are they doing you guys just made mm-hmm. this record yeah, we totally love what are you thing. doing
1: there's enough of their old stuff there's enough their, you know there's new stuff I see what they're doing you know it's like you know what you know whether they like it or not they, they certainly recognize <laughs> Uh, you know, our intent.
0: You know, playing the album since then on the reunion tours, playing this record, any things that have stuck with you or anything that you've thought about since or had different thoughts or even maybe even the same about this record? I know he's just overall, like even before I said, hey, we're talking later.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, overall, the, the playing these songs is uh, fucking fun. I mean, it's super fun. There's, there's a very fun to play but, uh, that that <clears throat> what I remember is you know looking forward to the very emergency songs on the set like, <laughs> you know because you're like you know they're just really fun to play not I mean, you know other songs are fun to play too but I mean there's something, something just, just a sort of certain <clears throat> vibe to, the, to those songs that I don't know. I always enjoyed playing. Cool, because, because you know, purposely purposely simple, and you can play them very loud, and you can't play them loud enough, and it you know could. Know I mean, it's like yeah. That's I mean for me that's that's what I enjoy about playing drums, and and that that sort of that record encapsulated that. Feeling I get, you know, with, with that instrument.
0: That's perfect. Cool. That was my questions. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, painless.
1: Come on, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do remember one thing though. It just I, I, I didn't want to like you know badmouth Kim Kallada at all because she's a super sweetheart and she's but the, what I loved about her the most is that she was honest and sometimes brutally so but you know even early on she was like a almost like a de facto manager for us like you know Gigi wasn't technically you know uh, but she was a super helpful resource to us to guide us you know early on you know um, and to help us out like she was invaluable she was also invaluable when we were recording very emergency at, in her ear because the uh, the, 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 the NBA uh, playoffs were, were happening. But we were recording and, you know, like we couldn't... Like the TV at the, at the studio didn't really work or whatever. So she would go home and tape games for us. And then still we would we would be on like a tape delay a full day. (laughs) So she would come to the studio with these, these uh, tapes of basketball games (laughs) that then we would just like watch the next day (laughs) to get caught up. And we try to ignore newspapers and, and, you know, whatever, because then, you know, whatever, we were just focused on the record. But, you know, if we had, a you know, just have that sort of playing and sort of check in on, on how it is. Yeah. So, I mean, she, you know, she was brutally, brutally honest with, with, uh, with her take on the album, but in no way does that, you know, I, I, I and I totally appreciated that, that sentiment. <clears throat> but I also don't want to have her come off like that. I have any ill will or anything because she's a super sweet. And was, you know, um, but yeah, no, that, that was a, another thing when, you know, kind of thinking back on, on that recording process. I remember that. And it was sort of like a super sweetheart thing for her to do. Like, you know, what a weird thing to ask.
0: That's amazing because it, that wasn't as easy as pressing the button. Uh, there was some, there was some maneuvering and work involved.
1: Yeah. And that takes up like a whole TV and a whole hours of just this TV have, having to be on and taping on this tape. You see a chess tape game. And then, you know, it was just, and she'd come to the studio and we sort of like swap tapes. Oh, we watched this game. Thank you. Here. Here's the old tape. Here. Oh, this is the new one. Awesome. Thanks. And we just sort of like switched back and forth.
0: What games were, the, were on that? What who what what teams were, were playing? Oh, come on. I knew you were going to ask. Wait, we can it's look it up because a... we have the internet. What what you, yeah. so is this late? Is this summer of 99?
1: summer of 99. When it was oh yeah because it was uh, it was released uh, what October
0: fourth? Uh Sep what no. the no it was September twenty eighth. September okay. So you, it, this was definitely was this Nick Spurs? Actually, that lines up because
1: yes, yes it was yeah because because uh, they uh cause I know I know Mike Shanbeck was was a big Knicks fan. So that, that sort of lines up, and then, you know... He might have even been there. I have no idea. Maybe he was at the studio with us, or maybe it wasn't. But I remember, maybe just because he said they were Knicks, I know he was a big fan. I also sort of remember the Sixers, but that doesn't... But maybe maybe that was... The Knicks, the, Knicks
0: beat the Pacers in the Eastern Finals. Spurs beat the Trailblazers 4-0 in the Western Finals. Okay. But I forgot that this season was a shortened season.
1: That's right. That's right. That was a weird season.
0: Because look their record, the Knicks were the eighth seed. So there was the eighth seed getting to the final. They were twenty seven and twenty three. That's crazy. Yeah, that was weird. I did not remember that. That's why we have the internet, Dan. It's okay. That's
1: why we yeah. have, we can but check the we the can internet, check if the internet was talk for me.
0: I mean, we found out that Ryan Weber didn't play piano, we found out the lyrics to a song we both forgot.
1: The band Jenny Toomey were in, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a wonder machine. Seriously.
0: Guys, the trick to podcasting, have the internet open.
1: Well maybe we can find out what, what Paul Coob does now. Yes, yeah, seriously.
0: Hey Dan, is he a bus driver? Like I don't know, Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he's a, he's a, the green line. He's actually he's, yeah. uh, Nice. He's gotta be on he's gotta be on LinkedIn.
0: Are you gonna look him up right now, see if he's a bus driver?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm linking. I'm linking
0: in. You're linking in. Okay,
1: You have got to be up. You know, this kind of stands up. I think he's a, he's a graphic designer. Wow. Yep. You want to get a little? Yep. 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 In, uh, greater Denver area. Um, so maybe, maybe he's designed for the Denver,
0: Denver Weekly. Chronicle.
1: No, Denver Chronicle. That's the Denver <laughs> Weekly. Or- <laughs>
0: <laughs> As he shakes his head at you right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Paul.
0: davey oh davey don't tell me that you're crazy and jason oh jason look now what you